Ontario Finance Minister Vic Fideli announced in at the end of March, hard to believe it was that long ago, really, like go to end of March, like a week ago. Seems like just yesterday. Anyhow, the Ontario Finance Minister Vic Fideli announced the provincial government would be expanding alcohol sales dramatically to wine and corner stores and box stores and even more grocery stores. And so you think that independent craft brewers would be like, yay, this is the best news ever. It's not that they're not. They just would like, as John Tory would with the uh, subway plans, a few more details. There are some things that could be worrying. And to find out exactly what those concerns are, Steve Beauchene joins us. Steve is the vice chairman of the Ontario Craft Brewers and president of Bo's All Natural Brewing. Welcome to the show, Steve. Good to have you on. Great to be here. Thanks, Kelly. Where exactly is Bo's All Natural Brewing out of? We're in a little town called Bankley Hill with 1,800 people and 2,000 cows just outside of Ottawa. All righty. Good stuff. Well, uh, let's talk about your worries. One of the worries that you have is uh, a ban on shelving uh, fees. Tell us what shelving fees are and the possibility of the government lifting this ban. Yeah, it- Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to just start by saying uh, we are really excited about the opportunities to, uh, to have access to, to new outlets for, for beer, um, but, uh, but there are some things that, uh, that we would like to get more, more information on, and one of them is, is uh, protections against uh, things like, uh, like shelving fees um, for, uh, for a lot of... Uh, Retail outlets they they do charge uh, shelving fees so that the uh, the companies with the most money get the best placement. And in grocery uh, stores, this is eye level, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And uh, when the grocery stores were were allowed to start selling beer in Ontario, one of the provisions that was put in place was that uh, craft beer would have to have a certain percentage of shelf space. And that the grocery stores wouldn't be able to uh, to charge premiums for better shelf space. So, in other words, leveling the playing field so that the the best beer that the customers wanted the most would end up in the in the best spot, as opposed to uh, allowing the company or the brewery with the most money to to eat up all of the all of the prime shelving space. And what are you seeing in the grocery stores as far as that practice? Well, that, that practice has been so good for us. Uh, if you look at our market share in grocery, it's, uh, it's close to 10 times that of what we get in the beer store. And as you know, the beer store is owned by uh, the large multinational brewers. So uh, we don't get great shelf space there uh, when there is shelf space at all. <laughs> um, and we're seeing, we're seeing market shares so much higher in grocery uh, than we do in the beer store, and even higher than we do in the LCBO. Is that because we've got um, the people that own those grocery stores listening to their uh, the consumers who are coming in saying, "Hey, I want craft beer." Exactly, and and for the grocery stores, there's no financial motivation to say, "Well, this this one large company is going to to pay extra for this shelf space." So they're merchandising the the beer based on what the customers want the most. And that and and what they want the most, it, it looks like more and more. It's 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 craft beer. One of the things about getting your uh, beer and also wine into corner stores is there's a concern over fridge space. Can you run that down for us? That's right. Uh, 
you know, one of the things that I love about the LCBO, uh, and there's many things I love about the LCBO, but one is that they, they do have a great uh, amount of shelf space for craft beer, and even then it's not enough to keep up with all the, all the breweries that uh, have opened up and the ones that keep opening up. Uh, the smaller the, the amount of shelf space, the more likely that uh, a store is going to consolidate into those that just move the fastest. And uh, if you only have room for six brands on the shelf, um, that's going to be very problematic for, for the real small brewers in the province that uh, you know, kind of rely on, uh, on having enough shelf space for some of the brands that you know, aren't moving at the same speed but allow customers to try new things. Uh, I, I've heard, heard that people not only within the uh, craft brewing segment of uh, producers, but also wine producers are a little bit worried about the costs of a more complex distribution system. Can you break it down for the average person, what that would look like if you're you know, going to be putting your beer into not only um, you know, the provincial LCBOs, but also into corner stores and box stores and grocery stores? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the... This is sort of a, a it's a balanced balanced item because having more places selling uh, selling our beer is good because it, it 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 allows us to have better access to the customer. On the other hand, uh, going from there's currently about three thousand uh, retail locations in the province, uh, and you look at Quebec, there's uh, close to eight thousand. Um, trying to find a way to get your beer from you know from 3,000 places up to 8,000 places uh, adds a lot of complexity, and it's a lot of extra driving, which uh, could increase costs. Could you um, not grow into that, though? Well, I, I think even the largest brewers uh, would argue that uh, when you're delivering to 8,000 places, it's less efficient than, than delivering to, to 3,000. Um, what we're basically doing, though, is is making it easier for the customers, and that's that's one of the things that you know is really exciting about about this opportunity. Um, so it it uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing that we're going to have to figure out, uh, and it may change the cost structure for beer uh, because uh, right now, if you think about it, we're making the customer drive further for the beer, which which is costing the customer more. Uh, if we have to drive further, uh, well, it might cost us more, but in the end, from the customer's perspective, maybe they're spending less on their own gas at that point. Right, but people aren't usually thinking like that when they see sticker price, and I guess the worry is that the big boys can handle a lower profit margin than you guys can. Well, uh, yeah, and I mean, for them, it's they've got uh, levels of efficiency that are, are nowhere near us. You know, our, our largest crap brewer is less than one thousandth the size of, of one of them one of them and mm. uh, you know the economies of scale that they get uh, they can absorb uh, those extra costs uh, and still be quite profitable uh, whereas for a lot of crap brewers they're you know they're barely getting by uh, right now and so increasing the costs uh, or increasing the complexity even um, could could be traumatic uh, well, let me ask you about this then, uh, Steve. I want to get this in because we've got like a minute and a half left here. And the federal government just introduced legislation that would allow uh, the removal of a federal requirement that alcohol moves from one province to another and has to go through a provincial liquor authority. And this mm-hmm. would allow for direct-to-consumer sales of alcohol across Canada. Could be good 
for the small craft brewer. Are you producing enough product to make this worth your while? Yeah, we can certainly make make more beer. Um, the the thing here is that uh, they're allowing it so that if someone in another province wanted to buy our beer and take it across the borders or wanted to order directly and have a ship to them, uh, that would be now legal, which is you know mind-boggling that it was ever not legal. Uh, what I think uh, would make a, a much bigger impact for for small brewers would be. To, to be allowed to, to sell our beer into other provinces a little bit easier. Uh, right now, it's, uh, we're treated as an import product in other provinces uh, for the most part. And uh, it'd be great to, to think that um, within Canada, we wouldn't be considered an import product. Steve, with uh, 30 seconds or less, I know it's difficult. As a vice chairman of the Ontario Craft Brewers Association, what would you like to see in the budget tomorrow? I would love to see uh, expanded access. Uh, we're all really excited about that. Um, there's a couple key protections that we want to make sure are put in there as well. And one is that uh, the, there's a, a minimum amount of shelf space for craft brewers. Uh, otherwise, there's a chance we won't be on the shelves at all. And secondly, we'd like to make sure there's protections in there so that it's, it's fair from a competitive standpoint. Uh, where it's not the person with the most money that gets the best shelf space. It's the person with the beer that the consumer wants the most. Steve, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much. Cheers. That's Steve Beauchene, who is the uh, vice chairman of the Ontario Craft Brewers Association and president of Bose All Natural Brewing.